You're listening to Around Comics, episode This is Around Comics, the comic book roundtable. I'm Christopher Neesman. Oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm Mike Norton. I don't like introducing myself, but I'm Scotty fucking young. <laughs> Ain't a damn thing changed. And I am Brian Salazar. And we're having a hell of a fucking time tonight. We're having a, a, a tough... <laughs> this is bullshit. Well, technical difficulties wow, happen, so it's already Scotty. Sun- it's Sunday The world's not a perfect place. Everybody's angry. <laughs> it's going to be a very Jesus. angry podcast. Fuck everyone! <laughs> this program is not fucking working. I'm not used to being the happy one out of the group. <laughs> Mike, you're here to bring us up tonight. That's not cool. Up with people. I don't like that people. pressure. <laughs> it's too much to handle, huh? No, I don't like it. Uh, uh, Tom's not here. Tom's uh, up in... Where the up in, fuck is Tom? He is in Michigan. He's the glue that holds everything together. He's not even glue. <laughs> He's like blue face. He's like a barely sticky, sticky tape. He's like that paste they give you in the like kindergarten that never bad really keeps face. everything together. Makes me so mad. It's it's like, like why can't I have the Elmer's glue? He's why do you treat me like a child? He's flour and water. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, um, uh, do want to let everyone know that this episode of Around Comics is recorded at Dark Tower Comics and Collectibles. It's located at 4835 Northwestern Avenue in Chicago. If you're in the area, please drop by. Just don't go up Western Avenue whenever there's a big hole. We don't in the need traffic reports. We don't really. It's, it's not really. Nobody's. You were very upset because I was late. I appreciated it. <laughs> Mike's like, I Help me get out of a bind. <laughs> and uh, also want to let. Uh, would you like to tell people about the weather? Well, we're. <laughs> skies are overcast. Yeah. <laughs> Tonight is going to be dark, followed by light. Um. Do want to let people know about our uh, edutainment what? center? Is that what we're calling it this week? Uh, sure, sure. Okay, the the monthly edutainment center. Is that what we're calling it? I don't, I don't know. know. Just call it the club. Oh yeah, we're just wow, motherfucker. That's right. He's right. really mad. Just the club. Gosh, you don't get your way, and it's like. Well, we've been here for two fucking hours trying you to get your dinner, your Toshiba. <laughs> hey, lay off the free Toshiba. The club is the club. a monthly uh, selection of one trade paperback, one movie, and one music selection. Four pissed off, <laughs> angry people, and, uh, and hopefully everybody listening out there gets to uh, gets to play along. And then at the end of the month, we will record an episode where we dissect those selections. And this month was my pick. Yes, and uh, the music selection was the Drive By Truckers Southern Rock. Opera. Mm-hmm. The movie was The Devil's Backbone by yeah. Guillermo del Toro, yeah. and the trade is Point Blank by Ed Brubaker. And our good friends over at uh, In Stock Trades are offering that up at a, at, a, at a hefty discount. And now's a good time to let you know that this episode of Around Comics is sponsored by InStockTrades.com. InStockTrades.com is offering this month's reading selection, Point Blank 
to Around Comics listeners for an amazing 35% off the cover price. Get your copy today for $9.72. InStockTrades.com offers a huge selection of the collected editions you need. InStockTrades is your source for trade paperbacks, books, hardcovers, essential showcases, archives, absolute editions, omnibus editions, and more, all at great discounted prices. And remember, and remember that all orders over $50 ship for free. Hey. Yay! Ten bucks. Can't beat it. Yay! Good stuff. All right. Yeah. <laughs> what are you two doing? I'm trying to upload a program. A what? A program. To your MacBook? Yes. It's, it's not working? The program is not the, It's not my MacBook. I just was asking if it was working. I didn't ask you. You're trying to just the MacBook. laptop. I own a Mac. I'm a Mac guy. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I forgot. I've used both. <laughs> I am this fucking show. By computer lingual. <laughs> by sexual. You're scaring me. He's bi. I'm bi. Ooh, yeah, I like, like that. that shit. <laughs> Thought you might. All right. Well, I'll tell you what, folks. It is time for Top of the Stack. What? Top. Top. Of the top. Stack. Of the stack. Of the stack. That's right. It's Top of the Stack. Our chance to let you, the listener, know what we, the panel, have been reading for the last week. And there's no Tom Caters here this week, so uh, we'll have to spin the big wheel of death to figure out who goes first. <laughs> we looked at. I'll go. Okay. How's that? Uh, my top of the stack this week is Captain Marvel with uh, Captain <gasps> Marvel's return. What Shazam? And no. uh, Brian Reed. Wrong Captain Marvel. Not that oh. it's Shazam. Yeah, Captain Marvel. Marvel. The they'll sue your ass if you use. Captain yeah, Marvel. yeah. Marvel. Marvel. Um, for the company that you work for. Oh. Yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Oh, yeah, that's right. Brian Reed wrote it, and uh, Lee Weeks uh, oh, did really? the art. Yeah, yeah. And it was oh. really good. It was pretty, man. Is it was, here? No, he no, sold, sold out. out. Oh, sold out. And he uh, ordered a lot of copies. Yeah, and I actually don't even I don't even have mine. I forgot it, so I can't even I don't even know what I'm talking about. But I did read it, and uh, it was really good. I was very impressed with Brian Reed's uh, thought process in in what to do with Captain and, and, Marvel and how to and how to make this um, not rape over the readers that love the death of Captain Marvel. Yeah, and what he did, what he I thought he did r- smartly was he. He didn't just give a reason that Marvel was back, and he didn't just throw him back into the Marvel universe and go, "Oh, Captain Marvel's back," and and we're just going to go and tell a, a regular sort of comic book story now that he's alive again. Oh, let's go beat up bad guys. Yeah, the 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 whole point of this issue, at least, was Marvel trying to figure out. He realizes that he shouldn't be here, and trying to figure out how he feels about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and at the same time, by the end of it, he sort of makes up his own mind about what he's going to do with the time that he's been given again. Marvel. Uh, Marvel. And uh I don't know that's how they spell it. I don't I know. Um it's like saying that stupid name now. Marvel. <laughs> Go ahead, Sal. Um so I, I just thought it gave it gave it It was classy. Of, yeah, it gave it a, a, a nice mm-hmm. sort of emotional resonance. It gave it a reason for him to be back and not just like a silly uh you know regular sort of comic book, you know, resurrection. Yeah, you know what I mean? It, it gave him, because it looked at the character itself and was like, why am I here? You know, and, and I thought that was really smart of Ryan Reed to do that because it, it when you read it, 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 it allows you to look past the fact that maybe a lot of us don't think he should have been brought back or, or however we feel about it is irregardless at this point. So he is back and, and now you can, I mean, the story to me really opened itself up to allowing you to just move forward with this character what he's dealing with as a person and not 
whether or not he should be back. And, and there's a, a sense of, of of time with this that he's not he's not making his dramatic return for the rest of time. It's there, yeah, there, there's there's, a, there's yeah, yeah. He, there's a short window it seems, and and eventually it's yeah you 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 he realizes even that it's going to come to a head at some point. I mean, it's just the, a, a matter of almost destiny that you know i liked um, spider-man's reaction i thought was kind of the fans reaction whenever uh, it's a, a flashback to civil the the last battle in civil war and spider-man sees marvel and and attacks iron man and says tony this had better not be another clone this had better not be what you did to defile thor and it yeah, that was, was this you know this is this is somebody in the marvel u that was a respected character in in that in that universe by the other heroes. He was kind of the hero's hero in a lot of ways. Well, yeah, I mean, that's what he's become now. I mean, at the time, I don't know that he ever was, you know, like when when his he ongoing... He was so damn popular, wouldn't you kill him? Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. He was never this legendary character. After his death, he's become that. Uh, yeah. And I think, luckily, though, Brian Reed's a good enough writer that it, him coming back is not going to really do any damage to that. Um, the other thing, the art was fantastic. Lee Weeks did an amazing job. He's a great artist. He's been around. I remember when he did uh, Daredevil after the Mazzucchelli, Frank Miller uh, stuff. And, mm-hmm. and uh, I always liked his art, and I think this was some of the best of his stuff. I thought it was just fantastic. And it also gave it sort of an old-school feel, too. Yeah. Because yeah. he's an old-school kind of artist. And, and uh but uh, but it was really good, and, and I'm and I'm glad that it was really good. I'm, I, I'm it glad was one it, of those that you almost didn't want to open it up and read it. You're like, oh man. Well, I mean, I said last week it was like I f- almost feel bad for Brian Reed because it, he's put in a really hard situation, <laughs> but he seems to be. Uh, I mean, he's and I really like his work. He's a really talented writer, and and <laughs> Dorn just got a costume with a lightsaber. <laughs> you might see that lightsaber turkey uh, commercial. What? I was watching TV the, last night, and there's this commercial, and it's about, like, Toyota trucks. But it starts out with, like, this big dinner table, and the whole family's sitting around, and there's a big turkey. And the dad's sitting there at the head of the table, and he's getting ready to carve it, and he pulls this thing out of his pocket, and it's like a little, little mini <laughs> lightsaber. Like, he's like, hey, guys, look what I got. And he slices the turkey with a lightsaber. I'm like, what the hell? And the whole point of it was, like, uh, like um, not values, but, like, uh, history and and uh um tradition yeah. meets like Sci-fi. new technology oh, kind nice. of thing i don't know it was just kind of weird i don't know it was <laughs> it was just strange that all of a sudden they used a lightsaber to cut it through anyway back to uh marvel it was i don't really have much uh, much else to say about it i probably it. wouldn't it have picked it up if brian reed hadn't been writing it honestly yeah I mean, he's a good writer and and i've liked what he's done with uh miss marvel and and the initiative of i illuminati he keeps like like he's the guy that they keep giving the books that could easily be friggin awful and and i think he's doing a really good job on all of them so yeah they have to marvel name to watch there you go um another one that um I picked up mostly because of the guy writing it. Because you look at this on the stands and you're like, that that should just suck. That that should not be very good. And I picked it up because of the guy that's writing it, and that's Christos Gage, and really enjoyed it. And my top of the stack is House of M Avengers number one oh. of five. Oh, didn't yeah. House of M over? Um, yeah, two years yeah, ago. Yeah, exactly. but the world still exists. And. Oh. Uh, I guess. Um, also so Marvel's say, uh, like DC now. Yeah, they're a yeah. multiverse. You got a, you got House of M verse. Those guys need to quit complaining that when 
well, people complain about DC continuity. <laughs> that is, well, that is, that I is still ex- think it's two different ball games. Oh yeah, yeah. For now, well, <laughs> yeah, until, yeah. Until you well, start having crossovers, like, doesn't <laughs> sound like that's happening. You know, Marvel is is you know kind of kind of running on how many different universes now? You got the Ultimate Universe, the Six One Six Universe, House of M. Ooh, I have speaking of Six One Six. I'll get. I'll tell the story later. But what the fuck is Six One Six? It it was. Uh, it was the designation for the Marvel Universe. It used to be a nightclub in Memphis. But Alan Moore, I think. It kind of came out of the Captain Britain. I've never heard it mentioned till like uh, till this last year. Yeah, All it, of a wasn't, sudden, it wasn't really like well doc- I mean, it wasn't like an official thing. That sort of more like almost like the fans have taken it over. Of, of it, it was cataloged in the in this story, Captain Britain, because there's all these different universes, and our universe, the regular Marvel universe, was designated as Mar- Universe 616. Mm-hmm. Right. It was kind of an obscure thing. And but Mar- kind Marvel kind of said, yeah, you know, that didn't happen. <laughs> it was, yeah, 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 but it still kind of exists. Everybody just sort of refers yeah. to do it a, as Do a Wikipedia search on Marvel no. 616. No. <laughs> That's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, no. But I have an interesting 616 <laughs> story. You want me to tell it now or you want to wait? Uh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, work right. that out right now, I'm, that I'm, interesting <laughs> story. <laughs> well, it's not that. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Scott. Uh, I'm listening to this other podcast, and it's called uh, Radio Lab, and it's done in awesome, New York. Awesome, yeah, awesome, awesome podcast. And it's like a science podcast, but they do a really interesting science. job of, like, they tell you stories that relate to whatever thing they're talking about. And the one episode was about, like, history and uh, archaeology, and, and the one story was about these archaeologists who had found... Um, this huge garbage dump in like Egypt or I don't remember where it was at and they pulled out all the paper from it and they've been going through it for like 100 years now and they're only like 1% through it but one but they keep finding these little scraps of paper with things on them that like change history in some ways like they found some of the earliest recorded sayings from Jesus Christ on these scraps of paper out of this garbage dump but one of the things they found was uh, the earliest uh, documented verse in the Bible about the number, number of the beast, 666. Uh, but this version of it, it was 616. Dun, dun, and, it's dun, the, dun. and it's the earliest version of this verse ever recorded. So the Marvel, so the Marvel Universe, Universe is the Antichrist. Is, yeah, the Antichrist. That's the way it, yeah. Sweet. <laughs> that was it. I knew I was the devil. God damn. <laughs> so that was it. Just yeah. When I listened to it, I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, explaining explaining the the six one six universe is kind of like explaining who has the publishing rights to Miracle Man. So it's just better to go to Wikipedia and and read it. Nobody. Why? Like, can I ask this question? What? Why is Wikipedia the official? It's just the easiest. Yeah, but it, it, anybody can write yeah. that shit down. Well, so that's it's why absolutely you, that's, it's the only place where you can go and find out any information to the future, about something Scotty. as ridiculously stupid as six one six. Right, but the information could be completely. Oh yeah, absolutely. There's yeah, no. Sure there's yeah. no. Yeah. This is your future, yeah. where yeah. nobody knows a goddamn thing. Yeah. Oh whatever, there no, picky. There are no, picky wiki told me there are no actual true. You know, uh, I just it's weird to live in a world where somebody goes whatever. Just shut up. Go look at wiki. I, well. I, I would ne- I would never use Wikipedia for anything important, but pop culture stuff. I use it for everything. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care if I'm running. Or what do wrong. I do with I my kids? There's no such dying. thing as the, truth. There's a, general, there's a general truth to most of the stuff yeah. that's up there, but yeah, yeah you can't. Oh, that's a whole other. I wouldn't use it for a whole other <laughs> day. I just, you know, but yeah. I never. What if I you ne- just say it with conviction? Like people believe. Yeah, go advice. look at. Uh, they should name it something different. <laughs> taxes. <laughs> yeah, I need to know how to do my taxes. Wikipedia. 
It just Australian. sounds like a cartoon. Maybe we should wiki I think it's why Australian. it's wiki. I bet you there's oh, it's young. Australian. I, there think, I, okay. I don't hold me to it because that's what I wrote in their well, Wikipedia. There's a, there's a, there's a <laughs> but I, I decided that's that they're Australian people and they decided to wiki because it was some kind of weird. There's thing. a Scotty Young entry in Wikipedia. Is there? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, there's a Mike, Mike Norton, Norton one. I didn't know there was. There's a Mike Norton. I didn't know there was. I keep one. putting them in there. I keep <laughs> all my, all my yeah. friends He's awesome. Oh, <laughs> yeah, awesome. but that's a good example because I was reading it and it's changed. I was reading mine uh, and it's very short. It says Mike Norton worked on this. And then I noticed Bye, the other day because uh, uh, Comic News Insider asked me for a bio. So <laughs> I went to Wikipedia. I went to Wikipedia to see what they said. <laughs> for your own bio. <laughs> like, that's I don't good. like writing about myself. <laughs> <laughs> but I went there and it said, and it had what I remember, and it, then it said, he is really good and something like, you should buy his stuff or something like that. I was like, somebody just put that in there. <laughs> or it's something to that effect. Please buy the atom. I think is what yeah, it's like. It's like Welcome to the future, Mike. That sound professional. That's a crazy bio. <laughs> and he's good, too. Yeah, it was sort of like that. It's like... <laughs> Yeah, that's what it says. Would love He's a great artist, and people would love to learn from. Him. I was like, "Well, that's yeah, you fact, would find right? that." That's, I think that's fact. fact. Sure, you find that's that in fact. encyclopedia. That's got, that's got Keith Cunningham written all What's over it, Mike. <laughs> I really Keith. don't think I have one. Yeah, you do. Huh. I've been to it. Really? I'm. Is it huge? Like twelve sure. pages. No. He talks a lot and thinks highly of it. It's relatively <laughs> short. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. It's it it not something that should be. Young is an American artist with Marvel Comics from Chicago. See? Uh, Scotty works as a penciler for several Marvel titles. He's also a yeah. on the Around Comics podcast. Oh, <laughs> nice! What's that? Chris definitely put that one. I, I, <laughs> wow. Well, all right. Plug down the Wikipedia. That's it? Because there's no Around Comics. It is an Around Comics? Entry. It's the, really the most important thing you've done in your career is being on Around Comics. That is, well, hey, how do you think we feel? Huh? How do you think we feel? We don't even have We don't even entry. have a comic book to draw. Damn it. This is it for us, man. What's your wiki say? We don't have one. We don't have one. It we just took, says there's wiki. No, there's no around comics. No around comics? There's no around comics entry. What would it say? What would it say? Yeah. We're four jerk-offs on a podcast. <laughs> Drink, yeah. talk about comics. Yeah. yeah. All right, talk it's about not like we really talk yeah. about your fucking can I, book. Can I talk like, about my book? Okay. Talk about your book. fucking book. Uh, anyway, House of M, Avengers, is centered around... Oh, by the way, it is um, uh, Christos Gage, Mike Perkins. That's the team from The what? Last Union Jack. I like Mike Perkins. Mike Perkins is... Sorry, is, I like Mike Perkins. He kicked my dog. What? No, <laughs> no, no way he would have done that. <laughs> Uh, if you like the uh, the Union Jack miniseries, uh, not the... Uh, He's the friendliest guy I've ever me- met. Really? <laughs> yes. Really? Mike Perkins is a gentleman. Well. Hey. <laughs> he would not kick your dog. <laughs> We're going to have to talk to this guy. Um... The uh, the the House of House of M. If you're familiar with that miniseries, alternate alternate reality universe. This takes place within that universe and centers around Luke is Cage. It? Yes, it is. It is in the House of M. Universe. Because technically, it wasn't a, 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 a alternate reality universe. It was just she recreated our universe. Yeah, but I, is that rocket race? Now or? it's an alternate. Now they've created it now as an alternate. Now reality. they're saying that it is. It still kind of, exists. So it now yeah. exists in parallel. How did that happen? I think I think we got some continuity, continuity flaws I think this, already. This, this I, I believe takes place before the events of House of M. Well, how's that possible? It didn't exist. Well, sure, because she created an entire different reality, so it's out there somewhere. Oh snap! We're getting into some my head hurts metaphysical stuff. Anyway, right, go it's, ahead. It's an alternate reality story. Luke Cage. Luke Cage. Let's call Tom and have him explain the origin Buddy, of Superboy. If we weren't geeks, you wouldn't have such a fine wiki page. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's true. So respect. And so the- I surrender. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Luke Cage is trying to uh, to make his way in the world that is that is now dominated by mutants, and that's that's kind of the difference between House of M and the regular Marvel universe. I'm, that, I'm sorry, is that mutants? Is there a reason are, that are, Luke Cage still looks like he? I like it. Yeah, because Christos Cage was like, I'm putting him in the, the yellow. Well. Yeah, the well, yellow he was in House of M too, wasn't he? He was in. No. It, what, he wasn't. No. Oh no, that's right. He was. Uh, <laughs> He wasn't dressed he, as anything, really. Yeah, he was just he was <laughs> just regular Luke Cage. Well, that's really this doesn't but, make any sense. I just think, I just remember the old Luke Cage stories that he must have had a closet full of those shirts because every issue would get ripped wore. off. Yeah, of he's, them. Got, he's got he's got he's got he's got the big link chain belt. It, it explains why the costume change and that kind of stuff. But what was what was your question? Oh, I was actually going to ask if you could if you could just give me the setup again because. I kind of missed it because we were talking so much, and I apologize. I, <laughs> well, no, seriously, I, this is I a great want, episode. By the way, I didn't want. Uh, <laughs> no, it, it's it, if you if you're not familiar with House of M, uh, Scarlet Witch rewrote history to where Magneto became the the ruler of the world, basically, right. and mutants were no longer persecuted. They were the upper class, and if you weren't a mutant, then you were you were Scum. like how mutants are in the Marvel Universe now. They even made it to where if you had latent mutant genes, you could have them activated, so uh, most people became mutants, and, and homo um, sapiens are, are the lower class. Well, Luke Cage grows up in this society as, as not only being a poor black Youth, he's also a poor black non-mutant. Um, non-mutant. His best friend is a mutant, and they grow up as kind of, uh, you know, it's kind of a, a Godfather tale where they're both kind of street hoods, and <laughs> exactly. Uh, Does he they, have powers? Uh, no, he does not okay. until, and I'm, I'm spoiling the hell out of this book now, yeah. he doesn't have powers until he goes to prison. Now, the this is before the final, there's a war this is going on. Rock? There is, this there is, is exactly like his regular war. There is, there is a war going on between mutants and non-mutants. Well, the United States government, which is still controlled by non-mutants, is trying to basically come up with the super soldier f- formula. Okay. But to fight the mutants. Right. He but they're trying they're testing it on prisoners. And they test it on him. They test it on ah. him. And it's the so original Luke Cage. This mm-hmm. all happened before So there's retelling the origin of Luke Cage. Except he wasn't made to fight mutants. Yeah. But that's pretty much how he was turned into So it's like an origin story of how in a house in the house of M. Yes. It's kinda okay. cool. He con- he comes kinda interesting. He could be could bre- breaks out of prison because he knows they're gonna kill him because they're obviously not gonna let him live. He breaks out of prison, goes back to his old Stomping grounds and to get revenge on his childhood friend, who has basically turned extremely evil and is a more or less a mutant pimp in in, in Harlem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. What's, uh, so, what did you like about it so much? Um, I love the fact that I didn't have to know who any of the characters in the book were. And it read great, but there are all of these neat little nuggets there, these little fanboy nuggets that that Gage throws out. That nuggets. if you if you if you do know who Tigra is, or if you're a, a Power Man and Iron Fist fan from, from way yeah. back, you get who to see it? you get to see Luke Cage and Iron Fist meet for the first time all over again in another universe. So it's almost like they're doing Ultimate. The yep. ult, you know, ultimate universe mm-hmm. all over again, just in a different. Uh, but it's in a, it's in a it's in a world that is completely run by mutants. I wonder if they're going to keep doing this more and more. I would love to see the House of M universe kind of spin off into its own, at least you know, regular series. It's it, it was really a lot of fun because I didn't feel 
dragged down in continuity, but there was enough of those. It's kind of like Exiles in that there's enough of those little nuggets out there that say, "Oh, that's kind of cool." And but right. you don't you don't have to know. That's sort that of the, kind of the stuff. that's sort of the thing now to do. Mm-hmm. I think Jeff Johns started that where it's like, "Oh, he's great at that." Yeah. Put in all the little fanboy stuff that people will get if they're like Tom and know, <laughs> you know, the complete history of the but if you don't it doesn't really matter to the story that much, you know. You're not going to miss out on anything. Yeah. It's like if you're a Hawkeye fan, this is this is a book that's going to have a Hawkeye that's going to play a pretty predominant role and is going to be everything that is great about that that character. Purple. And they're they're outlaws. They're 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 going. Yeah, he is in the purple tunic. Um, and these this core group of characters is going to be the basically the the freedom fighters that are trying to you know. But this all happens before before the actual House, House of, of M. M. Yeah, which still confuses me. But uh, all right. Well, if you listen to the Christos Gage interview from a couple weeks ago, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> liar. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, if you listen to that, he talked about what he is uh, is doing with some of the characters, and Frank Castle is going to be in this House of M series. But Frank is is a non-powered, but basically pacifist uh, no he no (laughs) he he works for the government the way i understand if i'm remembering correctly his his wife and children never died and that's the leverage that the mutant control well it's it's that that's that's the leverage that they use uh, against him to to make him become a big christos gage fan haven't you I haven't read anything that he's done that I haven't liked. Well, yeah. Yeah. Did he write the Stormwatch PhD? Yes. Yep. I haven't read that yet, but I'm going to, and it's, I'm looking forward to it because everybody said it was great. Stormwatch PhD did some uh, some really good Wolverine stuff uh, for a while. Uh, what else has he done? Um, I haven't read I Wolverine since Frank Miller. He did some. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I have not read Wolverine since. Well, he Miller. did the stuff that uh, I Umberto. A whole lot. Uh, really? I don't think I have. He, when Umberto was working on Wolverine, he was he was writing it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Gage is doing some really cool stuff. He's he's definitely like Brian Reed. I think he's one of those one of the relatively new guys. The new breed that's, that's out new there to, uh, to watch. So uh, anyway, really looking forward to the next four issues of House of M Avengers, and I hope they I hope they stay with this little multiverse thing. You know, it's uh, hey, if um, it sells, I'm sure they will. It makes it makes for good stories that you don't have to really worry. Scotty's doing a House of M uh, Nightcrawler, Howard the Duck. <laughs> oh, <laughs> dude! House of M Howard the Duck. That was sweet. <laughs> Nobody wears pants. All right. Either you guys read any comics? I saw Howard the Duck four. Times I read no comics. Years. You read no comics. I read uh, No Dominion, the no second uh, by Charlie Charlie Houston. Houston book. The second Joe Pitt case book. Is it follow, is it um, right after the first one? Or? Yes, okay. it's about a year. It takes place about a year after, but it picks right up. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> you really enjoyed those books. You like Charlie Houston as a novelist, huh? Well, I've read two books, so. Yeah. But you've liked them both. Liked them both. Loved it. Well, they could have sucked. So. Yeah, this yeah. one. This one was even better than the first one, uh, and it just jumped. It was. It was great because. Um, it didn't waste a lot of time reintroducing you to all the characters. It kind of assumes that you read the first one. Um, where, hmm. You know what I mean? It doesn't. It's. It doesn't go into every single character reestablishing them. It basically just says, "Well, I hope you read the first one because <laughs> if not, a lot of stuff was established there, and this goes on from there." So, nice. uh, do you, do you think you necessarily have to have read the first one to read the second one? I don't think you would have to, but but it helps. It would absolutely help because yeah. I mean. I would say that, well, maybe you would have to. I mean, you wouldn't be lost, but there's some things that you wouldn't get out of it. Like, his relationship with, you know, the girlfriend he has, 
uh, it's touched on, you know, it's dealt with in this book, but it's all established in the first book. Right. So the fact he doesn't have to do a lot in this book with it for you to still feel it as much weight as it has. Right. You uh, carried it over. From yeah, the you carried book, it over so. from the first book. So yeah, there are things like that that um, you probably definitely need uh, to have for you to get the full enjoyment out of it. Uh, and, you know, just some of the angst between some of the characters that carries over from the first book. and A lot of the same characters in it? Yeah, all the same characters. Oh. New ones. I mean, there's new ones as well, but all within the same parameters of the first book. I mean, it, it doesn't go off and it, just another kind of uh, job that Joe Pitt's doing. It's Joe Pitt. It's really good. And cool. it's, it's funny because for people who don't know, Joe Pitt's not his real name. His human, when he was a human, his name was Simon something. Uh, but, he, you know, a lot of vampires, when they ch- change over, they change their names because, of course, they're going to be around forever. So mm. they kind of, like, put to rest want their old life. cool, too. Yeah, and he said, well, I was young <laughs> when I got changed over. Because J- somebody asked him, why did you change your name? You're not a Joe. <laughs> and he said, well, I was young. Sounded cool. <laughs> but uh, probably, the be- probably the, one of the best parts of this book was um, there's a character in it called the Count. He calls himself the Count. He's a young, spoiled, rich guy. Has his three brides and all this. And He's and a it, vampire? Yeah. And, of course, Joe Pitt makes the thing like, yeah, you know, every five years or so, some jack-off comes around and calls himself the Count or Vlad or, you know, like... A cliche. Yeah. <laughs> because, again, this is not a mystical world. This is a virus. Right, All right. vampires in this world are infected with a virus. There's, this is not a mystical, magical world. Do they? Does he use that sort of to his advantage in the book? As far as like, do they are they aware of like mystical vampires or like in fiction? Oh yeah. So they, yeah, so that's, that's, like the whole that's why he's saying he's okay. like yeah. Every so often, you know, a new right. fish. So like Dracula, the book. Yeah. Oh yeah. Everything. Well, to the, and that's where I'm getting to with this. Is he's. Uh, this guy, this rich, spoiled guy, uh, he goes back to him and he's he's gonna rough him up a little bit because he's found he found something out and, and the guy's in his underwear and a girl's t-shirt and you know just like a druggie you know just like a junkie rich book and and the and the girl's t-shirt that he's wearing like a baby doll shirt has a uh, Buffy on it nice. and he said and so Joe looks at him and goes. Is that supposed to be fucking funny? <laughs> and he's like, "What? I guess." And he be- and then he got he fucking pistol whips him and says, "I hate you, fucking pretentious little pop culture fag vampire, whatever." What is this yeah. supposed to be ironic? Yeah. yeah, that's what he said. You little ironic pop culture little oh, that's self- funny. you self aware fucking vampires. Oh, I-, I think I'm gonna like that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> dude, he just keeps beating the shit out of him because he's like. You all think this is a fucking joke, right? And it's not. It's a disease. Uh, and they can't live with the rest of the world, and they got to live by this whole new fucking set of rules. And here's this jerk-off, you know, <laughs> with his three joke brides and it. calling himself the Count, <laughs> the and, sh- count. and wearing a Buffy the Vampire Slayer shirt. <laughs> Two, three brides. Yeah. So it's, uh, shit like that. Kind of like, well, uh, like the vampire and preacher, the... Uh, the one that um, no, let's not talk about preacher. There's actually a part of preacher that's like that. Actually. Yeah, but it wasn't as funny to me. Because <laughs> 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 vampire Buffy, I get. Because Buffy is uh, like I wasn't ever really into the whole Anne Rice style vampire. of vampire the, that vampire world. So and that's what they were making fun of there, right? Oh yeah. Uh, they did that in they did that actually in Buffy too. 
Right. Oh, right. Oh. I hate Anne Rice vampires. <laughs> but uh, no, it's it's stuff like that. Like that's kind of the attitude of the book, and uh, it just makes it a fun, really fast read. And what's the uh, the first novel again? Already dead. Already dead. Okay. Already dead. And these are pretty much in the last couple of years, so I'm sure the next one's probably. I'm sure there's going to be a next one. Uh, yeah, I think he was. I think he was um, leaving leaving Moon Knight to go back and, and write novels. Yeah, so hopefully. Uh, so yeah, that's um, it's great. That's what I read. No, cool. com- no comics. No comics again. No comics again. Mister no. Nolan, maybe New Year. You're I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Yet. I, uh, maybe never. I finished Checkmate. Uh, Ooh, let's talk, one. Mike. <laughs> Come next to Chris. Let's talk. No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and thanks, folks. He we're out here. Put his Watch hand out. on my knee, and all of a sudden, I start looking like Greg, Greg Rucka. Rucka. <laughs> nah, you're not. You're not pretty enough. Oh, oh Jesus! <laughs> Come on. Right. I'm just. No offense, I'm, I'm, pl- Greg, I'm playing right into I'm it. I'm pretty. Put the lotion in the basket. Oh, Tom man. calls me from uh, from Detroit today, and he's like, "Yeah, if you want to make some jokes about me, you know, stalking Jeff Johns in Michigan, go ahead." And I'm like, "All right, Tom. Is, like, is Jeff Johns in Michigan? I, th- I think he's from Michigan originally." Uh, He's going to his boyhood home. Yeah, he's taking the Jeff Johns bus tour. This is where Jeff used to play (laughs) as a child. That's creepy. (laughs) (laughs) So check me. How would you like it? Uh, I did like it. And uh, I think... (laughs) (laughs) As I was reading it, I thought this to myself as if I was going to be talking on around uh, around comics for some reason. (laughs) Because this, this, this popped into my head and I was like... I kind of like this uh, this better than I like his Queen and Country. Mm-hmm. I like the political stuff and throw some superheroes in there. It makes it more interesting to me yeah. than. And I thought, how does that sound? You actually worked on Queen and Country. It makes it sound like. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh uh, yeah, Queen and Country sucks. You should what, read Checkmate. No, it doesn't. It's not what I mean at all. Take it's that just. Back. It seemed no. I didn't mean it. <laughs> it uh. It, it no, but it's more but it, interesting it, 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 to me. It's cool having I don't political really, intrigue. I'm not a huge political intrigue guy. Yeah, me either. Right? Um, so that part, when especially when I first started reading it, and I was telling you about right. that last week, it seems like I, um, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to like this, but I, I did end up liking it, and I do like. I don't know why, in the history of DC continuity, nobody's freaking killed Amanda Waller <laughs> because oh, that she's the most annoying character ever and she just exists to p- piss Why? people because off. Because you don't screw with the wall because the wall hasn't figured out <laughs> before. Wall. Yeah, the wall. No, I, yeah, she's, she's surrounded she's totally, by she's a hundred smarter and more powerful characters. <laughs> Why don't they crush her? You know, I the smarter thing, uh, Amanda Waller is, whenever she's written well, I mean, she's basically kind of like the, the female political version of Batman. She I has, guess, but... She has every angle figured out. She's how come, two steps ahead of everybody. But she she works with Mr. Terrific. This guy can't figure her out. He's the smartest guy in the world, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, but she's probably more devious than he is. I Machiavellian. So. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know. I was just like, she's, somebody she's needs evil. to crush her like a bug. Well, the other Why thing does she you, keep popping up? I just don't like reading about her. You're supposed to hate her. I know you're supposed to hate her. I know, but it's just like... Mm-hmm. 
she would get so old after a while to these people. Imagine, but they got to work with her. Yeah, yeah. It's different if she's like a super villain and you're fighting against her every day. These people she's, have to go to work with her all yeah, the time. Technically, she's supposed to be one of the good guys, but, I, but she's never been one of the good guys. Yeah. Well, I mean, she she is she is totally that character of you know you have the the super powered you know guy is just like I'm gonna kill you. She's like, yeah, that's great. Except I had a bomb implanted in your brain, and if you touch me, your head will explode. I mean, she's that she's character. Very devious. Yeah. No. yeah, I don't like her. Well, well you know, I mean, the book is good. The book is good. And I hate her. I'm glad. But I she is. She's everywhere now too. And she's yeah, in a lot she of is everywhere. Books. That's why yeah, I she brought keeps her popping up. up in a, a lot of different. She's books. even in the cartoon. I love like, her in the cartoon. Yeah, she's okay in the cartoon because. I mean, there's. I think there were a couple of times where she she kind of gets her comeuppance in the cartoon. I mean, there's a couple of times where Batman scares the crap out of her. But at the same time, she's there is some redeemable qualities to her because she's like, I'm just doing this for my country. And yeah, but that whoever, just means she's crazy. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, but other than that, I've been trying to catch up on a bunch of trades that I have. I seriously have a stack of trades, but I haven't been able to get to it. So. League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, the Black Dossier. Yeah, it finally came out. Yeah, it finally right. came out. Is it a new story? Is it old well, stuff? No, it's, <laughs> it's interesting. A little bit of both? Um, it's not like a straight-up comic story like the first two. It, it's not just like a narrative story. There is a narrative in it, um, but it's sort of enclosed within... The, the Black Dossier is supposed to be a, a, a book in the universe of the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. It's a file that the government put together about every instance of mention or history of anyone that's been associated with the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Mm -hmm. So the story in this book is about two characters stealing the black dossier and trying to get out of the country with it. But as they go through it and, and they start to read it, you sort of start to read it with them. So it's like you get eight, ten pages of their story, and then all of a sudden you're reading what is in the Black Dossier. And, and the Black Dossier is cons- consists of all sorts of different things. So, I mean, what the book was, in, what, what Alan Moore's intention with it, uh, from what I understand from an interview he gave, was he wanted sort of a source book to the the universe of the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. But he didn't want just a sort of like Marvel Universe uh, encyclopedia. He wanted something a little more interesting and than this that. took a long time to come out, right? Because there was... Well, yeah, there was a whole lot of... delayed for... Yeah, there was a whole lot of issues with it. and um, So it's not, a, it's not just like a graphic novel you pick up and read. It, it's more of a... Almost like a history lesson on the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, but done in a way that is more entertaining. But it's a it's lot a of text. clip show. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah, I mean, but there's also, I mean, there's all sorts of different things in there from different, like, say, high quality, clip like, show. like strip cartoons 
from the era, from the world of a character in that world. Is this the same team? Is it? Yeah, it's all it's all O'Neill. O'Neill. Uh, he did all the art, but there, he does like I don't know twenty five different styles of art in it because well, all he's really stories, good. Yeah, he, he. I didn't like him so much when I was a little kid, and I picked up martial law, which I had no business reading martial law when I was a little kid. <laughs> I picked that up and I was like, "Ugh, this art looked crappy." And then you know, <laughs> you get older and you're just like, "Ah, I was a little kid and I was a stupid little kid." It's a, uh, it's got a Tijuana Bible in it from Britain in 1958. It's you know, it's got all sorts of interesting 3D section. There's a three and it comes with 3D glasses. Um, so it's not, Jesus it's not, if, even if you read like the first two volumes of League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, it's not the same as those things. This is more of, of almost like a compen- like a supplemental piece. Gotcha. But he did it so that it's there's also a story that propels some of the characters from the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. So, yeah, and all, but it, all I mean, it, I, I I'm the kind of nerd that like I love League of Extraordinary Gentlemen is one of my favorite comics of all time because of what Moore does with it and. All the references that he puts in it, I get off on that kind of crazy. Oh, shit. I dig it. I, I dig it. I mean? It's I the same thing I liked about <clears throat> the second Mage series. All the yeah, all the. Arthurian. But that, that was, it wasn't in the first Mage series, but the second Mage series, you know. But it's one of those things that once I read it, it's just like okay, it wasn't my favorite of all time. Mage right. is my favorite of all time just because of the time that I read it. When Mage I was is your favorite comic of all time. Well, it's one of them. Hmm. Mage and. Mage and Badger, Grendel. American Flag, Grendel, yeah. all those, those old all first mine. and Kamiko books. <laughs> yeah. Those are my favorite because those were the first comics I read as a a uh, I, I more guess of an you adult, could say more, more mature, mature yeah, comic yeah. reader yeah. realizing young adult. This is what American Flag was the first comic that read. I ever read that was like that opened up my head and you know I was like oh comics can be something yeah all of those books I had than, no business reading yeah. <laughs> right, right. Did, you read, did you read Elementals yeah, you're younger when than, it came out or you're uh, younger than I am right I'm 30 I'll be 35 and oh okay so you're okay, a couple years younger than me but. um I read Elementals, yeah. Yeah, Bill Will- I mean, when Fables comes out, people are like, oh, this Bill Willingham guy is pretty good. And it's like, yeah, he's been around for 20 years. Oh, totally, totally. Yeah, I mean, he's, yeah, I, I love that people are, are into Fables and, and enjoy it. But, yeah, I was reading Bill Willingham stuff back when I was in but high That's school. funny about Will- Willingham is that I always recognized him as the guy that drew Elementals. I didn't know. Yeah. I was like, I didn't know he's this awesome writer. <laughs> and didn't he write Elementals, too? Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah, it's like, yeah. why didn't I notice that? That's stupid. <laughs> that's a real convoluted. Because uh, we didn't care about series. writers. I didn't, honestly, yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't care about that. any of yeah. the writers. Yeah. I didn't know who and even was. And even then, you'd go back and you look at those Elementals, and you're like, that's kind of wonky art. <laughs> but I loved it back then. Yeah. So. the time, yeah. yeah. Yeah, probably the only writer that I knew growing up was Chris Claremont that I could say, yeah. oh, yeah, Claremont wrote that because it was, you know, Claremont Byrne. Yeah. And, you know, so, but after that. Um, yeah, so uh, all apologies to our U.K. listeners. Uh, sorry you can't buy it. Well, they can't. Yeah, get it's it? not Why well not? because of DC. Isn't this, he from there? <laughs> well, DC. It's pu- this is published through DC because it was still under the whole Wildstorm. Oh, I thought America's they best, weren't going to do that. America's Best Comics. This is the last one. This is the last one. Okay. Well, initially he said that it wasn't that big a deal, but then it, all of a sudden it turned into issues and different things. But the reason DC decided not to release it in the UK or outside of the US was copyright issues because copyright laws are different outside of the US, I and know. a lot of these characters are newer than the ones that were in the previous Yeah, week. but 
gotcha. Oh, um, you know, I don't right. Know. I don't know. You know, it, so, so they they're actually belong to somebody. Right. Yes. I gotcha. Yeah. Um, well, I want to read it just so I can see who they are. Although, you know, half the guys in the first go round, I didn't recognize. I didn't know who. I'd never heard of some of these. Quartermain. And well, I knew who Quartermain was, but only because of the crappy uh, uh, movie that What's-His-Face was in, Richard Chamberlain was in back <laughs> in the 80s. <laughs> yeah. I'd never heard of the, old, King, the story. King Solomon's Mind. There were two. Yeah. It was Alan Mo- Quartermain and the Lost Cities of Gold and King and Solomon's, Solomon's Mind. Oh, yeah. sorry. Yes, thank you very much. <laughs> Get it straight. Uh, James but, Earl Jones was in both of them. Thank you. Oh, wow. There's actually probably more text in here than there is comic. Okay. Um, because, like I said, it's the Black Dossier, and it's so it's a compilation of, you know, it's like a fictional um, government file on the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Okay. So it's a compilation of, of, of different stories. Not and much different for things. reading, but yeah. It's, it's. I mean, like one part of it is like supposed to be uh, like a, a lost play by Shakespeare. About some characters in the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. So there's like four pages it's that of stuff more like that. It's just like, how did I read Watchmen the first time? <laughs> how did I do that? Because because it reads on different levels. Exactly, and that's the thing. That's that's Th- the brilliance this, of it. This is why this guy is, you know, uh, I was watching TV the other day and I was realizing, you know, the word genius gets thrown around too much. People are, yeah, the guy's a genius. Like, no, he's not. This kind of stuff. It's like I don't think there's any question. He's a genius. He's a genius over because and over people again, can't repeat. think like that. Well, that I was telling Chris that as like I am amazed at just how he is he is capable of first even knowing all of the different things that he puts in a book like this. Right, right, right. Just the, knowing the cultural references from the Victorian era of literature and and stuff that he put in. Okay, and even if you even if you didn't just say knew it and you just went and researched it because you had the idea say I want to do this, yeah. to be able to then take that information and turn it into an entertaining story is freaking amazing. I mean, I don't I don't know how the guy the guy is unbelievably and I said this on the forum today, he is so far Head and shoulders above any other comic writer that's ever written yeah, comics. It's ridiculous. He's on a different planet. I'm reading uh, Tom Strong Volume Two right now, which is a totally different type of book. Oh yeah, and it's, it is brilliant in what it does. Did, speaking of American Flag, didn't he write the Bob Violence backup stories in that? I know he he wrote he? something for American Flag. I want to say he wrote like some Bob he Violence might have, stuff. Yeah, which Bob? Have you read American Flag? No, I, I'm Bob wait, I, I keep waiting for the big uh, the big collection. Have. I don't remember. <laughs> I know, me too. Yeah, me three. Well, I have all the the singles. Bob but. Bob Violence was the uh, the hit TV show yeah. in the American <laughs> Flag universe, which is like it's a 3D cartoon, right? But it's like extreme. It's like Tarantino it's, kind it's, of violent. Uh, it's uh, like um, Max Headroom yeah. meets yeah Quentin Tarantino yeah yeah, yeah. and but he wrote the backups for that I think I think you're right I think he did write those. he wrote some I know he or wrote some American some, flag yeah I know he wrote have you ever read any of that his was 2000 AD stuff no I haven't read a lot of 2000 AD at all actually we actually had a listener uh, uh, back when we started the whole year of Alan Moore thing sent me a bunch of his 2000 AD stuff his DR and Quinch stuff which oh is, I've seen that I really yeah. like the artwork who was did Dave was Gibbons? that. Dave think, Gibbons? Yeah, I think it's Gibbons. Yeah. I thought I saw something that was like, maybe it was it uh, Alan Davis or something. It looked like Alan Davis, but yeah, that British... Maybe. I mean, you can it's totally it, tell... Yeah. I mean, 
a, a British style at a certain point, just because they were all looking at each other, just the way, same way you can tell a South American style sometimes, right? Things like that. Oh, it's just really cool to see that and watch where they're coming from. Like you can see, you can totally see Dave Gibbons in uh, Steve Dillon. Mm-hmm. You know that kind sure. of thing. It's just like it's cool to watch those. It's, it's, well, that's it's just any kind of like painting or art. Just to sure. watch those, watch those come movements from. and the yeah. time, and and then it, it then it just becomes I, part of the culture. I will it say, out. Mm-hmm. like uh, like Watchmen. You know, I had, I had read that initially when it first came out, and then I had read it years later. But it wasn't like until you know years and years later when I actually when I got the absolute version of it and I read it again mm-hmm. that I really had such a, a more appreciation well you know yeah. for for the artwork for David the first time I read it it was a futuristic um, uh, sci-fi murder story but what, well, what I was going to say though is that this book Kevin O'Neill just shines I mean he just he can do a lot of different oh stuff. my god and it's all unique you can tell it's all him but well, he does so many different styles in it. He and uh, another more a collaborator like uh, 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 Eddie Campbell. Oh, yeah. Uh, they can do a lot of yeah. different kind of things. And you look at their artwork, and it's easy to dismiss it at first glance. It's like, ah, this guy didn't really try very hard. Right. But he's really only given you the information that you need to see. And then it's like you go back and you look at it, it's like, ah, there's a lot of... Yeah. It's something you don't see at first glance. First. It's the way that a lot of people think about... Lots of artists like, you know, Jack Kirby or Steve Ditko. It's just like, you know, when I first saw that artist, I hated him. Kirby, I hated Kirby. Yeah, exactly. And then you, you after a while, and it's not because people talked you into liking it. No, you, it's because after a while, you're just like, wow, that guy was onto something. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, it takes uh, like time for some reason yeah. sometimes to, to realize I say, genius. Like, I mean, well, yeah, I don't want to say like get it, but <laughs> I, I'm just to now just getting appreciate an appreciation for Steve things. Ditko for the first time. Oh, I I hated him. I hate him, and he's one of my favorite artists today. (laughs) I can't wait till you guys are 60. Till we're 60? Yeah. Why? Because you'll think I'm incredible. Oh, we already think that, Scotty. We know you're a genius. You tell us every day. How could we not know? Yeah, but you believe it. Oh, we'll believe believe it. it We'll believe it then? Yeah, it's kind of like a German conditioning thing. (laughs) Brainwashing. You're just pounded in. It's a very clockwork orange. Um yeah, even though I've I've only read about three quarters of this, I'm not all the way through it. It it just, I mean, it just blew me away. I actually, I was really actually surprised at how much I enjoyed it. Even though I re- I really enjoyed the first two volumes, and th- this is just such a different kind of creature. I was really surprised at how much I enjoyed reading it. Well, I I tell you what, it's I I bought the the hardcover and you bought the hardcover. I know that the absolute's coming out. Yeah, next year sometime. Which I'm probably gonna get the absolute. So uh, I, you know, I said I wasn't going to, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna keep the hardcover. I don't need the absolute of this. Yeah. But then I like halfway through reading, I'm like, oh, yeah, fuck, I'm gonna have to buy the absolute. Well, I tell you, John. Son of a bitch. John and Matt are uh, our buddies on a quiet panelologist at work. Mm-hmm. I know that they can't get this. So we'll send so, ours to yeah, them. Yeah. So whenever All whenever right. we get our absolute. Editions. We'll send them our hard covers. There we go. That so there you like go, it. Matt and John. So. All right, that's my. Um, I've got uh, I've got a second comic in what is turning into a Brian Reed Appreciation Week. Oh well, yeah. Dun dun dun. I had another one of Reeds too that I liked this week. Did you? Yeah. It's, it was Brian Reed week. Yeah. Uh, we already talked about uh, Captain Marvel and how Brian Reed kind of surprised us with how well that was uh, was put together. He also had uh, a number one issue of an image book come out this week called The Circle, and it was done with uh, Ian Hosfeld was the 
artist, and I have uh, it's Hosfeld or Hosfeld. I, I don't know the man. Never met him. Uh, a neat little backup story. It talks about uh, how the how the two of them kind of got together and planned this book out. They both came up working in the video game industry, and uh, and uh, Hosfeld was a uh, video game concept artist. And Brian Reed wrote for video games, and so I guess they were working on a game together. So they were those two guys in the commercial <coughs> that are sitting in the recliners. And they're playing, <laughs> playing the, video. Hey, let's do a comic. that sound effect. Use that in the next level. Actually, I think they 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 thought that they were uh, working in a very cramped conference room together with very bad air circulation. That's how I like to do my and, best work. <laughs> um, but I, but I like seeing and actually uh, Andrew Kadalka who's been on the show before dropped off a uh, the art of Midway from Midway Games oh. and he's been he's been um, talking up the amazing concept artist that worked when for Midway. When did Andrew come by? Uh, he dropped it off I guess earlier. Oh, he was okay. And he's been talking concept up concept artists in general are just or I haven't yeah. seen they're, they're fucking beasts. They're, they're amazing. Because the the full ass <coughs> rendering paintings that these guys are doing for an idea that somebody had right. that nobody will ever see because it's just something that somebody thought up <laughs> and it never looks like that in the actual video, video game, game anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just like wow. Well, a lot of these guys that do concept art for video games are comic book fans. Sure. A lot of these guys, oh, they're yeah. nerds, would, would love to work in comic books, but they're making hopefully too much money in video oh, games. Oh, they totally are. Until yeah. they close the studio down. Yeah, yeah poor AE or EA Chicago guys. But anyway, um, uh, these EA two guys... EA Games, uh, it's in your ass. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Wow. <laughs> You're on your ass. Yeah, yeah. Never You're on the street. Madden ever again. <laughs> um, but anyway, the, the circle is the collaboration of, of these two guys, and it, it's right in my wheelhouse. It's, it's I liked it. Yeah, I read it, too. I thought it was good. It was a good introductory uh, issue. Didn't International espionage, terrorist. Yeah, well, uh, I knew why you liked it, because yeah. the espionage, any espionage. A hijacked Russian missile train. I mean, you got me right there. That was there. a cool scene with Wasn't the train it? coming Here, through. Here, you, yeah, cool. you guys would um, this. Yeah, it was good. I Brian Reed's good. He's 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 good. He's just good. <laughs> he's just good. Yeah, I don't know what else to say. This is them hijacking a uh, this missile train, Russian missile train, mm-hmm. busting through. Very but, cool uh, stuff. Yeah, the the circle number one. It's uh, uh you don't want to get too much in plot because there's a lot of you know interconnecting stuff and a lot of uh, it, it'll really ruin it to go into the plot. But a tight espionage story um check it out i i think it's setting up to be a fun series and uh and a good setup issue so is it a uh, do you know if it's a finite series you know it doesn't or? say one of anything so i'm assuming that it's an ongoing it's um hmm. you know you never know w- with image a lot of that stuff if it doesn't get received really well can uh can, yeah, can drop off really quickly um you know i would assume that that uh, with a guy like brian reed that they're going to give him a story arc anyway yeah i would think so I, I would say hopefully at least six issues. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. Anybody else? Anything else? No, sir. You're not done. from Scotty. I'm trying. I'll read something. Read some comics. Draw. I, I didn't want to give a shout out to uh, Andy Parks who works with. He's a punk. <laughs> 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 He's bald headed punk. He doesn't email me back, the bastard. <gasps> oh, he said hi. He emailed oh, me today. Yeah. Everybody told you hi. Yeah, right. He told Nobody me talks to say to hi me. to you. You're only weird. Everybody said hi this week. Well, yeah, everybody died. did say hi. Yeah. Because I'm I'm the networker, Scotty. You're I'm out in there. and out, I'm man. Talking. You're around town. I'm emailing. I'm calling He's around, people around. He's around comics. I'm dialing the digits. Um, 
but ever say that again. <laughs> it's way too white. Oh God! <laughs> but uh, say Izzle. <laughs> Izzle. Yeah. Say, the, it, he's like our guinea pig. <laughs> Say for shizzle. Yeah. Say Daredevil, for shizzle, daredizzle. D- Daredevil was the faux sizzle. Don't. On <laughs> the oh. Daredevil annual number one. Oh, don't tell yeah, me about Daredevil. As no, always, this episode is sponsored by InStockGrades.com. Plotted by Ed Rubaker, scripted by Andy Parks. Really? And yeah. he did a damn fine job with well, it. Well, Andy knows how to write. Yes, he does. He's so. just lazy. Um, Have you read Union Station? Yes. Yes. Okay. And Capote in Kansas. Oh well, yeah. I just yeah. I I figured everybody had read Capote. I didn't know if everybody knew about Union yeah, Station. Yeah. And that was the first thing that he had ever yeah. written like, yeah. commercially. So I, I'm really hoping that we see uh, that we see some more from uh, from Andy. Actually, uh, I had a long email one. discussion with Andy before we kind of knew him mm-hmm. about Union because I went we went to Wizard World a couple year, few years back before we started the podcast. And I, we were with your friend Chad. Yeah, Chad's up. And he kept talking about uh, uh, um, Capote, Kansas. Kansas. So I bought it, and I bought Union Station. Yep. And then I, I emailed with Andy young, after I read young Chris Somney whippersnapper. Yeah, and I emailed Andy, Somney. and I didn't know Andy at all. I had met him then, uh, but Somney. but uh, he gave me his email address, and I emailed him, and then we talked. I talked with him about Union Station Somney. for like I don't know weeks. I kept emailing back and forth, but. Uh, which is kind of funny now, looking back at it. Oh, now he won't return my emails, but he did then. <laughs> Strange. He's big time. He's, he's right he's Daredevil. He's big time in me. Bastard. He just plotted, um, scripted Daredevil. Yeah. What's up Fuck with that? Right? He don't yeah. need you. I guess not. Yeah. I was in Daredevil. Were you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I haven't been in no comic yet. Uh, but you like Next it. issue I of Adam. Like you guys check it out. Oh. I showed you the Oh, that's thing. right. That's right. That's God right. damn. How well, I don't know I what forget. issue that is. Uh, it's issue 18. Out next month. Nice. Buy it. Buy it. Damn it. Half me, bu- half Jerry Ordway. can't believe you did that to that restaurant. Half Not you? my fault. <laughs> I didn't do it. Giganta did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be really disappointed if uh, if their relationship ends. By the yeah, way, I know it'd be interesting. <laughs> I, I like that. I well, like Gail's the gone on record to say it's like uh, Giganta is still a bad guy. No, I know, but yeah, I don't like know if that idea. will ever resolve. Yeah, true. Maybe enough. she's just misunderstood. He likes hmm. her. No, she's back. She's no, she's bad guy. That's what I just <laughs> she's said. Crazy. She's not misunderstood. She's freaking nuts. All right. Because I, I heard you read the new Badger. Yes, I did. Are you going to talk about that? Sure. Uh, that would have to be in my bottom of the stack. Yeah, that's what I was afraid of. It was not good. Is it uh, here? I don't know if he's got a copy I here. I don't really want to look at it. I'm kind of scared of it. It was... Um, it, it was... It, it made no sense. Yeah, and that's a lot. Even, yeah, I mean, for a Badger comic. It just... It, like... 
And a little backstory for people out there. This is one of uh, Sal's favorite comics. Oh, one of yeah, my favorite. All and time. it was yeah. your first you, main work. It's my. It was one of my favorite comics, and it was my one of my first job ever. So I mean, talk it, about being real. The original lucky. Badger stuff, when it was good, was one of the funniest comics on the stands. It was hilarious and <laughs> fun and action and, and great stuff. This one, uh, it just. It, I mean, it wasn't even like. Uh, I mean, to me, it would seem like it would be really easy to bring that character back and just sort of do the same kind of stuff that you did with it at one time. Um, but I can understand maybe him not wanting to do that and and trying to take it in another direction. He didn't seem to do either of those things with this book. He kind of wanted. It seemed like he wanted to it to be the badger that it once was, but uh, he just can't do it anymore. Um, Is this the same guy writing it? Yeah, yeah same guy writing it. That's Mike what I was Barron. afraid of, because I, when I heard he was bringing it back, what I had read, it seemed like that's what he was going to do. Was he's going to? It was. I I almost. I'm paraphrasing because he didn't exactly say it was, but he pretty much like, yeah, I learned my lesson from the the Image '90s run where it was just too silly and nobody could understand what was going on. Right. And then it sounds like. It That's was, exactly what he's well, doing. Well, it wasn't even silly. It was, I mean, it, it, I, I can't imagine, like, the artist getting the script for that and having any concept of what to draw. It, there was no... Well, I don't know. There was a problem. <laughs> well, there was just, like, no story. Well, that's the other thing about this. I'm looking at the art, and it looks very, like, underground, kind of. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. Almost like... Yeah. Uh, What's his face, Jared? Uh, Crumb. It's almost like R. Crumb. <laughs> yeah, it's Badger uh, by R. Crumb. I mean, I was really looking forward to it, and I was really, really disappointed by it. And and, and I hope it gets better because you know. But even like in the end of it, there's a there's a whole like thing that Baron wrote. I see that about he it. He does that a lot in his comics. <laughs> well, j- I mean, just read that, and it almost kind of gives you an idea of his state of mind. Um, I don't know the man. I've never talked to him, but. Yeah. Uh, I, when we talked to Steve Rude before, and he kind of yeah. talked about the problems he they've had writing Nexus. Yeah, I don't want to. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to rip on Mike Barron at all, but it's just yeah, it was it just wasn't it wasn't good. It's, and I'm pretty you know, and it's I'm a shame I haven't read it yet, but I'm, I want to get this because I'm a huge Badger fan too. I mean, I I I like Mike too. I just yeah, I feel like. I don't know. I don't know what he's thinking with that. I don't know. Yeah, well, that that yeah, that's that's kind of what it comes down. I don't know what he was thinking with it, really, and, and unfortunately. But um, yeah, so that's my bottom of the stack. Scribble, scrabble, scrabble, scrabble. We're recording right now. We're recording right scribble, now. Scribble, 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 scribble. So Sal has DJ scribble in the house. Scribble. Sal has taken any of my free time that I once had, which was very do? little, and flushed it down the toilet because in the last um, th- 
three weeks, I've watched four seasons of The Wire. What? Two seasons of... Where'd you get the fourth season? Uh, oh. A friend oh. uh, recorded them and gave Chris them Crane. to me. <laughs> uh, two seasons of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia and a season of Frisky Dingo. All right, right. Wow. I'm going to go ahead and say tonight we cannot talk about Always Sunny in Philadelphia because Tom's I not would here. like you not to. Because every week we <laughs> I love that show. talk about it. our last hour. Is always is just everybody yeah. repeating the same shit. But I finally watched shit. it now. I, well, you, I get hey, it now. If I'm you come late to the dance, you don't get any pussy. All right. <laughs> oh dang. Well, what does you, that mean? You just described my entire high school years. What does that make you, me? You fuck. You were first in line to fuck the whore. <laughs> yeah, I screwed all your sisters. <laughs> and I don't want to talk about the wire because Tom's not here. Well, uh, well, we've all seen all the wires. So I'm just except that, four. That's just yeah. It's really good. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sure you're watching it. I'm glad none of you guys are spoiling. That oh, we one. can't spoil the wire for him because you don't oh, watch yeah. any, right? No, no, none of it. And we so cannot the spoil shield the wire. Either, so. The yeah. shield is the motherfucking shit. Yeah. I love the shield. Four seasons love of the wire. Shield. It was prime. Well, you turned me on. A, you, you got me. Rule. You got me watching Battlestar Galactica. So, night, Mark. Good night, Mark. Go Cubs. I will call you. Thank you. Please don't turn off lights. Um. What did I, I haven't really watched anything that much this week. Heroes. I watched the uh, first season of OC. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> Welcome to 1993. That's how I was able to read that book so fast. <laughs> Why? Because I put that on the background so I don't pay attention. He's <laughs> <laughs> like super multitasking. Well, I have, to, like, I have to have some kind of background noise going on. So I strategically... When you're a, reading? Yeah, I have to. Really? I can't go to sleep I, without I television. I can't read without some kind of background noise. Oh, see, I can't uh, have anything yeah, going on when I'm reading. Yeah, but if you're having like, new media, like you rented... OC to no, no, watch no. It. I own OC. Oh, you own it? <laughs> yes, I own to it. To watch And it. I've seen it. Oh. So it's so bad that I can put it back it? on and not pay attention. It's not bad. It's not so bad that you went out and bought it, though. Oh, I bought it sight unseen. <laughs> <laughs> I have a girlfriend who talked, like, uh, I said, oh, I like this and I like this and we watch this. And she's like, oh, every time you say you're not going to like a show... You end up liking it. I'm like, yeah, but I'm going to put money down that I probably will not like OC, and I won that bet. Uh, How much did you win? Well, now we didn't really bet. Oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Sorry, sorry. What? What's wrong with you guys tonight? Uh, I don't. I you haven't have, slept in two days. You have to days. have background noise on in your house. All the time. We, we do, too, but Marta and I are not constantly me. fighting about it because I, I like music on, and she doesn't. She usually wants TV. Well, I, I, but, I can't do music. Because music, I will actually. Hey, I, get up and start I, I will pay, pay attention. <laughs> I will pay attention to music. I've never been able to fall asleep to music because I will just listen to the fucking sure. music. Uh, tele- television, I'm able to tune out, block enough. out because all day long, I draw with my head down with a movie or a television show in the yeah, background. Yeah, that's what playing. I do. So six years into doing this job. My my mind has been trained to not actually pay attention to what's going on, but yeah. just to have it yeah. go. That's what I do. And okay. it's almost like a, 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 a it almost builds a consistency from day to day or, or throughout uh, the day. I don't know if this is true for you because I have a a type of movie or TV show that I can listen to or what while I'm drawing. Like if it's a like I can't rent like a a movie that I know I'm gonna like enjoy or want to watch while I'm drawing because I want to sit down and watch right. it. Like today I watched DOA while I was drawing. <laughs> I, was like, I know I wasn't going to care about that. In fact, chances were I was going to hate the movie, which I didn't. Right. So, 
shame on me. Well, but I, I never do new media while I'm watching, while I'm working. It's all old stuff that you've really? seen. Never. Oh, well, I, I refu- kind of think of it as multitasking. Yeah, no. The only I can get this bad movie out of the way. Yeah, and draw because yeah. I know because, I'm going to watch it because, sometime. Because of the Spike <laughs> Network, I have seen every episode of CSI at least three times and never actually sat down to watch one. I love CSI. See, it's if it's a TV, regular on, CSI, it's on it. Spike twenty four hours a day. Yeah, is it? Yeah. <laughs> See, I'm like the opposite. If it's mu- music, I can just use it as background noise. But like movie or television, I. Watch it. Yeah, I have to watch it. Really? Yeah. If yeah. I well, I, unless it's like something like a. I've watched a lot of my movies a lot of times over, so I'm at that point now where I've, I've memorized a lot of movies right, too. Right. So, you almost. The only but, thing I can do with TV wise is like sports, like sports, you know, like uh, basketball or baseball games, right? Because like, especially baseball, because it's like. If, if it's oh, not, unless it's it started. Well, no, if it's not. <laughs> no, no, baseball is great because you can pay very specific attention to it, or it can just be. Yeah, fine. it can just be in the background, mm-hmm. and like something may happen that yeah. I that'll get my attention. I'm gonna sit down and watch this at bat. Yeah, something like, but I don't need to watch the whole goddamn yeah, game. Goddamn, you know. that's an exciting sport. Best sport in the world. <laughs> but even basketball, the same thing because it's like basketball doesn't matter until the last two minutes anyway. So it's it's like <laughs> it's true. you know right. I, I can. I mean, I love basketball, but. I don't have to be paying attention to it unless it's you know like a playoff game or something that I'm really need to be paying attention or to. Otherwise, the I Bulls, just, you know, none of it really matters. Ah, oh, my poor Bulls, man! I'm so sports this year have sucked Damn, we're for a me. Sports podcast. Sorry, oh, we're not. Now oh, we're talking snap. sports. Oh snap! Holler at your frog. That's yes. a hard time to live in Chicago. Yeah. Uh, I will actually stay awake all night long if I have nothing to watch. What I will? St- I cannot go to sleep. Can't go to sleep without something. I bring else. my lap. I'll bring my laptop, and if some like if I'm staying at somebody's house or something, they don't have a television where I'm sleeping. I'll pop open my laptop and put a movie in. I bring movies with me or television shows with me everywhere well, I go. That's weird. I'm. It's hard to core. Like all I'll do is lay in bed and think about shit. Wow. About taking over the world. <laughs> Which you? I'm your mind. You can't stop your mind. mind. You, you almost got it figured out. Yeah, you got it figured out. <laughs> <laughs> He's just running probabilities over and over. Okay, I take scenarios. I gotta tell you times. though, Sky, that that risk game is not a good is not a good map for how you're gonna do it. <laughs> You've been planning it out. It's like, God damn it, I got this. I got it. Oh, the Ukraine I, is the way to go. I have three pretty, cannons it's pretty here. Close though, it's pretty close. It's See, I can't like when we went and saw Clutch, and then we stayed or not Clutch, uh, Rage Against the Machine. Right. It's like I noticed it because like I'm sitting there. You turned on Halloween Five or something, you know, and, and I ended up turning off the TV because I felt bad for you. Because I, I knew well, no, I can sleep through it. it didn't, well, no, but it was no, just no, like was weird good. because I don't ever do that, right? And I'm like, well, I'm going to sleep. I didn't care that it was on, but it was just like odd. You know, I couldn't imagine trying to fall asleep every night with something on well, like that. You well, know? granted, I normally don't fall asleep to fucking Halloween Michael five. Myers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that wasn't my choice. There was just, I mean, we stayed at a great four-star. Oh, yes. It was shit. wonderful. Thanks, Chris, for the recommendation yeah. to stay so there. You, that that was you, you go to sleep with the TV on, so you just go to sleep and it stays on. Yes. And I, I, put, it on, I, I put it on kid. sleep. Timer? Yeah, there's a I timer. I put it on wow. sleep. And so, at two hours, it'll It'll be off, and I sleep with a sleeping mask. <laughs> yes, you do. Yeah, <laughs> I found that out. He's Jordan just spit beer. <laughs> He's got a nice little. Uh... Because you want to. Are you watch. serious? Yeah. This is why. Because the TV's on. <laughs> <laughs> so it's with earplugs wow. too. And my TV. You know and my... It's not like you. We weren't friends before, but now I just I like you a lot more. That I know you're so fucked up yeah. in the head. <laughs> yeah. I uh, my TV in my bedroom is huge. And so that's a lot of fucking light. 
I just want to hear it. I don't need to see it. See what it. does Casey do? Puts a mask on as well. He's <laughs> like over on the side. Like, Son of a god! No, when Casey falls, Casey can fall asleep doing a handstand. <laughs> Casey can fall asleep in any position whatsoever. It doesn't matter. So she's always asleep before me. I think that's a Southern Illinois thing because I can. Right. Well, Casey, Southern Illinois Casey's, thing. Casey's blind as a bat anyway, and when I say blind as a bat, for for real. Uh, no, can't see her hand in front of her face when her glasses are off. So if her glasses are off, whether she has a mask on or not, it's probably like a nightmare anyway. What is that <laughs> floating ball of light yeah. in our room? Ah! <laughs> uh, are we being abducted again? <laughs> uh, so yeah, I put a mask on. It looks awesome. Yeah, oh, with, my guard, with my mouth guard. With my yeah, and your my, mouth guard. My sleep guard. <laughs> Because I grind my teeth. Do you really have a mouth guard? I have to wear it. Oh my god! This I is ha- like a costume. I've had to. I've had to. And it's a ritual. I mean, it's you know. It's I, I I have to do it because I've broken my teeth <laughs> grinding them. Swear to God, grinding them. So no, I, I, I know. I've heard I, of this. I've yeah. heard of the mouth guard too because yeah, same, oh, I, yeah. I'm making clen- fun, I but I am making teeth. fun because this is just so. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's like, this is awesome. It's like you have to prepare to go to bed. Yeah. Oh, it, that's I got the TV on. Well, I'm so successful. <laughs> because I have all this gear. It's made me ambitious. Do you sleep well? Oh, like a fucking baby. Oh, oh you really? Yeah. At first, when I first bought the mouth guard, uh, the first <laughs> night I had it, to, yeah. I thought, fuck this, I'm just getting dentures. Because there's no way I can sleep with this football mouth guard in my goddamn mouth every night. I was choking. That's how I was when I, I was first started. choking and couldn't breathe. And like, what the... F- I kept thinking I was going to swallow the goddamn <laughs> thing. It is. You are literally going to bed with a goddamn football That's, mouth guard yeah, in your mouth. Yeah. Go, and I'm going, this has to be a cruel joke. But you get used to it after Yeah, after two nights, yeah. it worked. And now it's... Uh, all of a sudden, if I happen to doze off first, I wake up freaking out like, oh, my God. I actually haven't slept well because I ruined my mouth guard and I have to get a new one. I, oh. I, I left it. I had it. Because, well, the one, like, one night, I, 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 cause I was still getting used to it a little bit. I had bought a new one. I was getting used to it. And uh, it fell out of my mouth, and I kind of woke up, and it was in my hand. And I, like, I don't know. I put it in, like, my pocket or something. Right. Well, no, it couldn't have been a pocket because I wasn't sleeping with pants on. <laughs> I don't remember <laughs> my pocket. But somehow, I was sleeping in an alley. I had coveralls on. Somehow it ended up in the laundry and it went in the dryer, so it just became. Uh, it, yeah, so I got to get a new well, one. Well, I. The sleeping mask came twofold. One, because of the TV. Because I used to have a TV that I could put on Where did what you I. Get what a I, sleeping mask. At the sleeping mask store. At, uh, <laughs> the sleep tight. At <laughs> Bed Bath and Beyond is where I get mine. Uh, Scotty Young, hardcore <laughs> sleeps. It's got flames and shit on yeah. it. Don't, oh, no, no, it has stars and moons. Stars and moons. <laughs> Does it really? Yeah. Yeah, I knew you. It's true. What you said. Yeah, it has stars and moons on it. Um, <laughs> Uh, it came twofold, right? Because I used to have a TV that that I could switch to what I like to call stealth mode, so I could actually I had a setting saved where I could switch it to go all dark and the sound would still be on. Then oh, I got a bigger cool. TV and it didn't have the, my stealth mode on anymore. So this two, is a tube TV then, right? Yeah, yeah. twofold uh, to block out the TV's light so I could go to sleep and. I'm a comic book artist, and I can wake up whenever the fuck I want. So and I don't at want three the in the afternoon, when yeah, the sun's I don't out. want the goddamn sun waking me up because uh, fuck, I don't have a real job. 
Fuck normal people. <laughs> I'll remember that. Every I'll tell you, Mike, I'll, I'll remember go that every, buy a super every mask. It's baby time for you. No, it doesn't matter for me. I, I, I wake up mask. like five times in the middle of the night. When do you get? When do you get up? Because you're to you're pee? you're an up in yeah, the yeah. I'm like an old man. You're an up <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> right to the right to the drawing board work all day kind of guy. Huh. What time do you get up in the morning? I get up around eight thirty. I get up at nine every day. I was yeah, really thirty or nine. That's just when I normally wake up. I've tried to sleep late. I can't sleep late that anymore. That is sleeping late, dude. That's oh, like- whatever. I haven't had a regular job since. <laughs> Even when I worked at the ad agency, they were like, "Oh, you're in the creative department. We don't expect you to get here by, you know." Isn't that weird? Seven like everybody else. Thinks? That has almost become like. When you well, because we both work in creative, mm-hmm. right, in the creative world, and it is a weird thing how it it's become acceptable for like creatives in corporations and businesses to be more a little more lax. Well, especially yeah. you know, yeah, especially in like a like mm, an advertising agency, yeah. or marketing kind of mm-hmm. thing because they're like you show up in a in. Well, you know, khakis and a tie, and they're like, "What the hell? You got to interview a blockbuster or something?" <laughs> well, I don't know if you guys. You know, it's like what I'm what I'm wearing today. I mean, I'm really dressed up for work because yeah, I, we don't dress up at our. Yeah, work I, had, I had to go to. I mean, I'm usually wearing, wearing a Spider Man shirt at work, but <laughs> <laughs> seriously, I'm usually wearing with his Haynes. Wonder Woman coffee cup. <laughs> I'm usually wearing hey, Haynes trunks. I've had that Wonder Woman coffee mug for years now. I'm glad you're proud of it. I love that. Come on, it's a cool coffee mug. Yeah, dude, he takes it to the glory hole every night. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, oh. is that a real place? (laughs) Never know. There's like five of them around here. (laughs) What? What? No, these bars. I'm saying they all got stupid names like that. Manhole. Let's All right, move, let's move on. What else we got going? Well, I'm what just else? Saying. I didn't get a sleeping mask. Is the bottom line, everybody? I don't think it'll. I'm going to get one. I'm getting one. I got. I got. I'm serious, taking the like, young urinary tract things. I have to take care of. <laughs> you before should not I, have to I, pee that many times. Well, thank you for pointing that out. I've got you, a doctor's appointment at the oh, end of the month. You want to go into that too? <laughs> don't tempt me. <laughs> I'm getting the real. No, I honestly, I haven't. I haven't slept through the night since I was a little kid. Wow! Not because I have to pee all the time, <laughs> but just because I've been. Like, you just now are getting uh, that doctor's appointment. Yeah, I was going to say, holy I'm shit! I'm dead by now. <laughs> but no, I just haven't. I've just never been. Never been really a real sleep good sleep through the night. God, I used to sleep like the fucking dead. I would love to. I used to. Not anymore. Now I got kids, so I would probably be less it. cranky. Yeah. <laughs> I'm up every day at five thirty. Yeah, well, you're free, and you don't even need to be. It's because your dogs. I'm morning. Yeah. That's Fuck that! Do. My dog, will, my dog will not get up unless I do. That's what's so awesome. <laughs> I sleep eight hours every night, regardless of whatever circumstance. If I go to bed at two, I will wake up eight hours later. Yeah, if I go I to bed at four, I will wake up. I don't have that luxury. Eight hours later, I don't have. That. I don't fuck around. Uh, He's got kids. Yeah. They, they don't let on his face. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they come in. And, Dad's yeah. dead. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> have we? Have we? Although now I've gotten a little smarter. It's like on weekends I uh, I let him stay up a little bit later and and uh, give him some Nyquil <laughs> bourbon. <laughs> here, kid, have some of this crystal uh, meth. Have a little of this. Just here, Jack. So meth? No, oh, no, no bourbon. Oh, Daddy, why are you feeding us pills and liquor? <laughs> <laughs> Gotta My sleep. I need to sleep. Sleep.
I did notice something in, in Punisher. Oh, good week. lord. Comic books? <laughs> I thought we were done with yeah. the comic books. No, what I are just, you talking about? It was kind of this funny little Babies? thing. I wanted to, he was wearing a sleep mask and his kids were waking him up. You know how <laughs> in, in comics, <laughs> if, they, if, they, if they write a phone number, it's always a 555 number? Yeah, because it's a fake number or whatever. Yeah, they there's a nine one seven oh two. I did that once in the GI Joe. That's book. New whose number is that? I don't know. Let's call it. Oh two. That's not going to get to anything. It's nine one seven oh oh two. Yeah, it's uh, not going to call anyone. I will say this mm-hmm. is this give it a is, shot. This is not a lie whatsoever. Um, on one of the covers to Human Torch, mm-hmm. uh, I used a photo background that I went downtown and took, and uh, right in front of Graham Cracker, and there was construction going on, so those boards and I. Uh, went in Photoshop and did fake graffiti, like somebody just did some quick tags on there. And I wrote, uh, if you look close enough, it's Casey's phone number <laughs> on the cover, and she got calls. <laughs> it's not her number anymore, is it? Uh, no, but it was for a while, and she got calls from all over the country. No shit. Yeah, people going like, um, hey... Uh, saw I your saw number? your number on the cover of Human Torch. Did I win something? And one guy, I swear to God, once he found out it was a girl, is like, hey, if you want to like, call me. I'm sure she loves yeah, you. She's like, you son it. of a bitch. <laughs> well, we could try and call it, but hey, I don't I think could, it's going to. I put uh, it. Yeah, there was, was something like that in the G.I. Joe book that I just didn't take out. <laughs> <laughs> what, what issue? I'm pretty I sure not. I forget. <laughs> Somebody That's New York. I can't yeah. imagine 002 is going to be a prefix for a number. It, it is. It is a New York number. Nine one seven zero zero two one one zero one. It's Joe Casada. <laughs> Who? Well, who's the name say? It's Sarah's father. Well, yeah, it's uh, okay. Frank Castle. It's Frank it, would be, oh, okay. it would be Frank Castle's cell phone. Is All right. the number supposed to be Frank? It's not that one. The subscriber you have dialed is not in service. Oh, it's an out of service phone number. Oh, oh, yeah, I was gonna say, oh, two. What? Yeah. No, yeah. So I saw that. I was like, that's not a five 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 number. Oh, that's nerdier. We right now. Let's call <laughs> somebody else. <laughs> Who you want to call? I don't know. Call Tom. Uh, no. <laughs> let's no. crank call somebody. Crank. <laughs> let's crank call crank. crank. Let's crank call crank. Crank crank. What are you gonna say to him? Go to a slave. <laughs> He'll know it's us. Hey, though. crank. And when he picks well, up the phone, Chris's goes, phone number. Yeah, motherfucker. Who could we call? Who do you know? Why don't you come up off those air conditioners? What's that? You guys know all sorts of people who could we crank? Who could we call? Who, well, who it's not we fuck crank call. Well, not crank, but we'll tell him it's us. Well, let's not crank call somebody. Let's, let's call somebody and fuck with them. Who? <laughs> who do you want to call? John Byrne. No, let's not fuck with He'll come here and kill us. He'll hunt us down and fucking kill us. I thought you guys were going to set something up where we could take live phone calls. We're working on it. I'm working Whoa, on a. Uh, on, I'm working on it. I'm trying to get it, trying to get it fig- figured out, and I'm working on it. All right. I do have. A, we got oh, Zeb no. Wells. Uh, Talk to Zeb. Um, <laughs> Scott Lobdell. Don't know. He's crazy, isn't he? He's yeah. He's a lunatic. Uh, we got Waya Ryan Otley, uh, Randy Green, Pizzeria Aroma. <laughs> oh, so tasty. <laughs> Uh, we got uh, we got Mike Norton. Let's call him. Let's call Mike. I'm not very funny. Uh, he Mark, won't answer. Mark Brooks. I won't answer too. Yeah, Karan Grant, Carl Kershaw. I didn't answer what my editor called the other day. We can, Middleton. We can call Middleton. He just called. How's Middleton doing? He's a punk though. Ooh, it's oh, it's on. Josh Blaylock. He's probably at a, throwing a. He's probably throwing a rave. <laughs> <laughs> 
let's see. Game or beer? This is an awesome show, though, because I'm just reading my yeah, phone book. Yeah, just reading your phone book. Umberto. We could call him Berto. Does he speak English? Yeah, he speaks English, but on the phone, sometimes, it's especially international on a speakerphone, it could get a little tough. Sometimes it's... We could call uh, Garib Seamus. <laughs> oh! Garib Seamus' phone number? Yes. Yeah. Quarter after ten. Uh, it's, uh, not, it's quarter after nine. Well, I did the designs for his. I worked with him for oh, about yeah, a year. Right, right, I worked right, all right, the designs for his fight league. Um, Francisco Herrera. Oh, really? Eric Coe from Udon. <laughs> Would you like some noodle? <laughs> Dodge Burn. Dodge Burn. Dodge Burn. <laughs> they used to color so many books every month that I said he just had like two ninja colorists and he named them Dodge and Burn. <laughs> like the most popular like Photoshop. Sure, sure. Dodge Burn, hurry, go faster. Dodge Burn. That's how he, that's how he sounds. Yeah. Dodge Burn. I will say Blaylock can do a pretty good. He does a great Oh my coat. God. We can call a Buckley. <laughs> Damn Buckley? We could. <laughs> no. That would be a very bad idea. <laughs> Not for us. <laughs> uh, Why are trades so expensive? <laughs> Jeez. I don't work there anymore. What the could, fuck is this digital comic bullshit, we call, Buckley? We could call Brian Vaughn. Ooh. No. <laughs> Crank call Brian. Crank call Brian How's Vaughn? How's your strike going? He's never going to come on our show anyway. about time that I came clean with you no longer fine I'm no longer on smooth I thought that I found myself under something new just one more line I repeat over and over again till I'm blue in my face with a choking as I talk in circles around you on my bed Can't say I blamed you one bit when you kept it all inside When you left that night Alright, Dan Buckley wasn't home, yeah. so... Uh, Sorry, Dan. <laughs> Uh, so, I brought up to you guys earlier, and you guys went and watched a trailer of a movie that I really want to see, and I can't tell you why, because I can have no fucking clue what it's about. Yes. Uh, the Southland Tales. Southland Tales. Which the guy is supposedly graphic based novel. on graphic novels. Mark said he had written, uh, read it. Right. Um, Soon the to guy, be a, a cult hit. The guy who did uh, Donnie Darko. Yeah, created Donnie Darko. And he wrote the, gra- wrote the graphic novel? Wrote the graphic novels. And now the movie. Well, there's only one. There's only one graphic novel out. Okay. Uh, yeah, I saw the trailer. Like you said, I mean, it's, it's like it's no weird. clue of what the... F- it's something to do with time, it's like travel... A weird, it, well, it's like a weird metatextual Yeah, thing the end of like, the world... We're talking about a movie... But, but we're in, in the, the movie. movie. But don't go on that because we don't know. Yeah. That's not for sure. The rocks and the cast is unbelievable. Awesome. Like, you have the rock. You have uh, uh, Sarah Michelle Geller. Sarah Michelle Geller. Justin Matrix Timberlake. Yeah. Yeah. Like Sherry O'Terry. Different kind of worlds a, going. It, it looks like uh, at the same time. Yeah. It looks like the Matrix meets uh, Demolition Man. But with Whoa, comedy. Whoa, that's a bad combination. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it like the Matrix meets like a com- like some kind of weird quirky comedy, like Last Action Hero. Yeah, where it's like well, they not know that they're like, in a movie, it's like, yeah. Yeah. but it's like one of the it's like dog show or something. It's like yeah, it's not Matrix like, oh, meets um, like the dog show, like a David Guest yeah. movie, kind of a little Mars Attacks. Look yeah, it's just it's weird. A weird. It was just weird. It's just and and it seems the Rock is the main guy. Yeah, and oh, it's Sean William Scott. 
Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. He's he's good. Yeah, um, and, but it shows Rock like pitching a movie. And he's yeah, they have different. Character. From what I remember of the the description of it, yeah, they're they're like they're two different people. Each one of them, it's like they're different people in this other world. I don't know. I haven't read it. Oh, and it looked it, really. I, I, I mean, feel it looked really, really stupid cool. talking it looked, about yeah, it. Yeah, I don't know. It looked really cool, but yeah. like you said, no clue what it really is. Yeah. Well, and I mean, you can say the same about Donnie uh, Darko. It's like, what is? Doc? I wish every trailer. I was telling Mike this. I said on uh, drawing that. I said I wish every trailer was like this. Yeah, I just had no idea who was in it. It showed me a couple hooker (laughs) scenes, like hook me in scenes. It had some hooker scenes too. Yeah, and then just and then I go, I don't know what it is, but I want to see it. Well, I think he can do that because it's like the guy obviously has interesting ideas. I mean, like way out there, crazy shit that you know is hard to understand and and entertaining and and interesting. You know, I love when Sarah Michelle Gellar goes. The future is going to be so much more futuristic than we even thought, or something like that. Like what? You know, it's not even, it's not Sarah Michelle Gellar anymore. It is on the credits to that. Gellar? Yeah. yeah. No. Oh. Did you did you did you read she, that? Who did she marry? Oh, she's Friends. been married for Prince uh, Pretty Prince Junior oh, for like five years. Yeah, been, well, they're long, oh, longer yeah, than that. Yeah. They've been married a long time. He's a big yeah. comic dude. Yeah. yeah. Pretty, well, they uh, uh, for their I think it was their fifth anniversary. It oh, was, was just it? this last week for for her anniversary present to him. She changed her name to Sarah Michelle Prince. Well, I guess when oh you're she's not, not Geller anymore. She's not Geller anymore. Well, but her, her name show. isn't really holding a lot of equity. It seems like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, seriously, I mean, this is the only movie I can remember in the last. Besides the, the grudge, grudge, maybe I Ooh, guess? what a fucking piece of shit! So, <laughs> that movie was a piece of shit. Yeah, backing out of Buffy don't seem like such a good idea anymore, does yeah, it? Yeah, that's the uh, David Duchovny uh, syndrome. I, uh, I, I like to think hit. of it as the David Caruso. Syndrome, David Caruso but, did it three times, yeah, yeah, or two times, whatever. Duchovny didn't. Yeah, Duchovny, Duchovny did. He walked away. He closed X Files because he wanted a big movie career, and it didn't. Yeah, happen. but at the same time, X Files. He was on X Files for a long time. Yeah, seven yeah. seasons. What was it seven? Well, as well, uh, he was coming on back. Seven, They're making that it, movie right it now. Eight, it went eight seasons. The second X Files movie. Was, oh, really? He was a regular yeah. on it for seven, seven seasons, yeah. and then it was um, uh, uh, Patrick. What was the uh, yeah the Robert Patrick? No, Robert Patrick, yeah. Robert Patrick whose brother lead singer for uh, Filter. Yep, he is Filter essentially. It's kind of it's like a Nine Inch Nails deal. Did anyone? He kicked me. One show really? Yeah. Well, yeah. That's sad. I was gonna say I was. <laughs> there was some comic I just read that. Oh no, it wasn't Sarah. Never mind. Sorry, I didn't mean to stop him. You're, you're freaking me out. Fucking halt. You're um, like Donnie Darko. I don't understand you. Donnie Darko. I still don't understand. Yeah, I don't understand that movie at all. Have no. you have you I ever like watched it, Donnie Darko with a commentary? No. It's it's apparently that movie's a completely different movie than what than really? what's actually there because it's a superhero movie. Did you know that it's a comic book movie? Who's the superhero? Donnie is. He's a superhero? I'm telling you, watch the movie with the commentary. The director <laughs> will tell you all of this. And this is the guy. The director is the guy, the direct, right? Yes. Yeah, the director will tell you Donnie is a superhero. That's why he's able to do all this stuff that he does when nobody's around, like destroy that statue and all this stuff. He has superpowers. He does it, but you never see it. It's a superhero Jesus movie. Christ. Uh, okay. It's kind of like Unbreakable, you know, except Unbreakable, you except, actually can tell what's going on. It's yeah. retarded. Yeah. <laughs> well, it is. I mean, it's like, I, you know, I, I, I'm not, not going to... Drew Barrymore produced? Didn't she produce that movie? I have no idea. Uh, no. It's a fantastic movie on, on whatever level you... I mean, I saw it with the commentary and didn't go... Well, I did go, that's... Well, you're stretching there. 
you know. Yeah, but, I don't get that. I didn't. But get that. Uh, at the same time, I really enjoyed it with that knowledge. Yeah, I like the movie. Uh, it's. I mean, it's bizarre, and, and it makes you think about shit, but it didn't make any... I mean, like I said, I didn't get it. I still have no fucking idea what no. it was supposed to say if it was supposed no. to say. I don't know. I mean, I I don't know if you're, you're necessarily supposed to. I need to go to, back and watch that movie. Yeah, yeah Jibber Jabba Jibber Jabba. Scribble Scrabble. Scribble Scrabble. Scrabble. Donnie Darko. Cool, shall we? Yeah. Well, who the fuck was the rabbit, then? He's your mama. What? He's a villain. <laughs> the, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> the rabbit. I forget. <laughs> I forget. It's been a long time since I'm gonna have seen to watch it, it now with years. the commentary on. The rabbit is something though. <laughs> is it kryptonite? What the fuck? <laughs> it means something. Uh, I bullshit. promise you. I think he's just crazy. He's his guide or something like that. <laughs> oh my lord. All right. Okay. Have we got anything else? Uh, any other stories? Uh, Diggity done. Dig it. That's it. We're done. You're done. Let's word. Right. Let's do the wrap ups. Let's finish her off here. As always, somebody start at Sal. Uh, you can go to www.aroundcomics.com and download and print out our LCS Challenge flyer. Ask your comic shop manager or owner if they will display it in their store. If they do, send us an email and we'll mention you and the store on the show as well as post it on our site. Become a friend of the program today. Uh, stop playing with your PUD on the internet and <laughs> go leave an iTunes review. <laughs> do it. Now. Because Chris loves that shit. He eight does more. Eight, eight more. What do we get at eight, eight more? more. Eight more and we're at 200. Was oh, that the goal? Wow, that's a lot of reviews. It always goes up. It's just it's then it'll be the milestone. March, it'll be the march to 250. It's a high water mark, I guess. It's I don't on, know. Yes. Oh. It's Chris's thing. Yeah. He, <laughs> I like him. I don't. <laughs> you need to put on your night mask before you go to bed. I, I have to check iTunes reviews repeatedly. Night mask, my favorite new <laughs> universe title. He just re- he just refreshes and refreshes Refresh. iTunes Refresh. reviews all night long. That's not a joke. <laughs> not a joke. Uh, we would uh, like to remind you that this episode is sponsored by InStockTrades.com. InStockTrades.com is offering this month's reading selection point blank to Around Comics listeners for an amazing thirty five percent off. It's not really amazing. I'll try that. They kind of give everything 35% off, really. So it's not amazing. It's less than $10. All right. (laughs) Uh, Get your copy today for only $9.72. You can now read Ed Brubaker's Amazing Five Issue. Way to bite the hand. Prologue. (laughs) What, you're better than everybody else? You should get a bigger discount? To the critically acclaimed sleeper. talking bad about the sponsor. For less than $10. I wasn't talking about it. I was talking about the copy. InStockTrades.com offers a huge selection of the collected editions you need. And remember, all orders over $50 ship for free. Thank you so much for skipping. You did that last week, too, and I loved you for it. I know. InStockTrades.com. Go there. Buy Point buy Blank. stuff. Point Blank's good, too. If you haven't ever read it, it's, it's good. I'm going to. God damn, damn it. I wasn't talking directly to you, Mike. Oh, <laughs> you were looking at me. Oh, I was looking at you. Freaking me out. <laughs> oh, Mike, you have a part tonight. Oh, are you ready for audio ecstasy? <laughs> what? No, I'm just saying. Oh. You guys ever heard me talk? God damn. We are proud to help support the Hero Initiative. Hero creates a financial safety net for yesterday's creators who need emergency medical aid, financial support for essentials of life, and an avenue back into paying work. It's a chance to give back to all those people electric. who have given us so much enjoyment. For so more information, visit heroinitiative.org. Work all three ten 
909 7809. Since people can't see me, they didn't realize I just put my sleeping mask on and put my mouth guard in. <laughs> oh, but you know what we forgot? This is why I never sweet, say anything on this sweet show. slumbering sounds of Mike Norton. You know what we forgot to uh, uh, tell everyone at the beginning of the show? What? Happy Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. Happy the, Thanksgiving. From the Crystal Gobbler. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's not a fucking gobble. Gobble, gobble. gobble. Yeah, I don't know what the hell. Gobble, gobble, the crystal. Yeah. gobble, gobble, jibber, jabber, motherfucker. Scribble, scrabble, gobble, gobble. Scribble, scrabble, smoke some meth. So, uh, so happy happy Thanksgiving right. to everyone. Yeah, the, met, the Crystal Gobbler. Oh, you guys, on the, on the forum, like, the next day, we have a forum... User That's right. I expect I yeah. expect royalty checks. We are owed. I know. What's we we, we built a whole history. The fucking Jesus. Two, we built the two one eight universe. <laughs> two one eight universe. <laughs> just, just Who's random. the crystal gobbler's arch nemesis? Oh, we came up with that. Well, yeah, what we was did. It? Um, the, some pilgrim thing. It was. Uh, <laughs> hopefully, it wasn't recorded in the first it was like three hours. Or something to do with indie, like corn. Doctor Purdue. No, it was a it was a it was a pilgrim thing. Yeah, it was a pilgrim thing. I I don't know. It must have been. There are people out there that know. It must have been fucking genius. Go check Wikipedia. (laughs) (laughs) Would you shit if there's a crystal gobbler Wikipedia? Then I would be suing. I think I'm a poet. I would would be suing. I I was on a jury, and I understand how the law works. Hey, we never talked about your jury experience. Yeah. We're not gonna now. Oh. We can we can do that at a later well, date. All right, next, whenever we two weeks from now. Actually, two weeks. Yeah, we yeah. won't. Yeah, we won't have a show next Thursday. We're not. We're gonna take the Friday after Thanksgiving off and not do a show. So we won't be back next week. We're going to go be with our families. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But there will be a Monday episode. There will be a Monday episode. And we're talking about the Hero Initiative. Monday officially kicks off our holiday is for Heroes fundraiser. With who? With the Comics Podcast Network in cooperation with the Hero Initiative. And oh, to snap. kick it off, we uh, I'm not going to be doing the interview. What? For Monday, we have a special interviewer and guest interviewer. Yes, uh, we're kicking Ooh. off with the uh, uh, insanely talented Mr. Tim Seeley, who is uh, in the Larry King chair. You mean hack slash Tim Seeley? Hack slash Tim Seeley, and he will be talking to uh, Mr. Uh, Lady Death himself, uh, Brian Polito. Oh well, I'm sure that should be interesting. So, I haven't heard it yet, so that will I'm sure Tim Tim's a big fan of his stuff, so I'm sure uh, they'll have all sorts of stuff to. Converse, mm. and that will be the uh, the first stuff. of five stuff. hero boobs. initiative centric. Bo- I know Tim like big they boobs. Both like they both big like big boobs. boobs. There's no question about that. <laughs> Who doesn't really? I, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, so I like big ass. It's like ice cream. Everybody likes. It. So a big uh, a big month of helping out the hero initiative, and hopefully bringing you some really fun and informative interviews. So. Fantastic. Thank All you, right. Ed, and good night. I'm done. Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving Happy. for everyone. Bah, Have bah. a great holiday Lesser weekend. Enjoy the time with All your friends, family. Gobbler. Read some comic books. Eat a lot of turkey. Have a good time. We'll be back on Monday with that uh, with that Hero Initiative interview. Uh, we're off next uh, next Thursday, but then we'll be back on our regular rotation. In the meantime... <laughs> regular rotation. In between time, we'll be everywhere in and around comics. Holla at your frog, ribbit. Bop, bop. Scribble, scrabble.
would like to suggest a topic, send us your comments, or are interested in becoming a panel member, email us at info at aroundcomics.com or visit the Contact Us section of our website. Music for the show provided by the Podshow Podsafe Music Network, music.podshow.com. Views expressed in the interviews or by guests of the show are solely those of the individuals expressing them and do not reflect the opinions of Around Comics. Thank you for listening today, and remember to join us next time when the panel will change, but our mission will stay the same, bringing you the very best news, reviews, and opinions in and around comics. Around Comics is a Pipe Dream production. Copyright 2007. All rights reserved. Love and love me long. Why you got my